Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We're going to get the expert opinion now. From Sumer Sports, he knows his football. He knows it from a deep thinking standpoint. Despite the fact that he spent so much time in Cincinnati. Sorry, Eric. It's Eric Eager from Sumer Sports. Hi, Eric. Hey, Eric. Hey guys, look, I we're simpatico here. I can there's 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 nothing better than watching your favorite team win the Super Bowl. But I will say the second best thing is watching Bengals fans on Twitter lose their mind about it. <laughs> that that is my like congratulations, hang a banner. You're the one reason the Chiefs are not in five straight Super Bowls. We're happy for you. Uh, they always want to make. That was a fun game. I'll be honest, Patrick threw that interception. I did not think the Chiefs had much of a shot, but Steve with a Hall of Fame effort yesterday. Eric, I I enjoyed the game. I thought the first half was a dud, and the defenses were – and I kept thinking, okay, must be the defenses are looking pretty good. They were, but the offenses were way out of whack. Then it kind of flipped. How's the game flip like that? Is it just – I mean, it's got to be more than just defenses getting tired, doesn't it? It does. I think that the Niners, you know, the, the whole thing about the Chiefs this year was they were really good at the second half of games defensively. You know, the Chargers game at home, you know, they gave up something like 17 in the first half, nothing in the second half, really. Uh, you know, the Raiders game, they were down 14, nothing. I don't think they gave up a point, you know, much in the, and, but besides the Green Bay game, December 3rd, they hadn't given up more than a touchdown the second half of a game. Uh, the rest of the way and you know in in the fourth quarter of games especially so when I saw you know I know their offense was struggling they were turning it over and they were you know there was a lot of stuff that like they were repeating as far as mistakes that they were making all year but um, as far as you know the game flow the fact that they were only down seven going into halftime to me was a complete gift and you know was probably uh, spelling good things for the future. Now their offense still was not good, even in the second half until basically the very end of the game. Uh, and so I think that they were lucky to get out of it, but it was very much the formula. If the Niners weren't going to beat them up in the first half and get up multiple scores, uh, it was, it was always going to be tough for them because Spagnolo the entire season against great offenses in the playoffs, Miami, Buffalo, you know, uh, Baltimore, and now San Francisco, 63 combined points in those games. Uh, he was on a heater, and, and the time to get to him was in the first half. And in the second half, uh, you know, they finally got the field position they needed with the with the miss, you know, the the muff punt. They finally got the score, and Patrick Mahomes finally felt comfortable in the pocket. At, you know, when they really struggled to protect most of the game. Uh, Eric, I'm just curious your thoughts because you know we were talking about this, and one of our friends sent us an email too. And we've been kind of in the new uh, in the in the new uh, overtime format. Is it better to take the ball or kick the ball off? We were, we were trying to figure this out. 
So it's about 50-50, which is why I think that they wanted to put it there. And, and in football, it's almost impossible to create an overtime that's fair when it starts with a kickoff. So it's okay, you know, I think to you can justify yeah, taking the ball first. I just think that with Patrick Mahomes on the other side, with Kansas City the way that they are, um, meaning the entire year their biggest opponent was their own motivation. Uh, I think that the last thing that you can do is give them, a, give them an exact objective. Hey, you need three to tie, seven to win. And to give them that with infinite time, right? Like the, at the end of the game was different. Like they almost scored to end the game in regulation. Uh, but with infinite time, if you just said, look, Patrick, you just got to go get one touchdown uh, for the fellas one time, you know, the, the rest of the way. Uh, I think that uh, that was foolhardy. Um, the other part is, is I think the Chiefs are going to go for two if, they, if it would have gone touchdown, touchdown. And I know for a fact that Andy Reid would have punted on that fourth and short on his own end if they were the one with the first possession. So I think given all of those, it was probably smart to, to kick off first. Um, but the Niners, you know, decided that they wanted to, to try to go out and, and, and score, which against the Chiefs has, has been a positive thing this year because their offense has struggled so much. But ultimately, playoff Patrick Mahomes is too much for them to handle. Eric, you like that format overall? Should it be regular season as well and everything? Uh, no. The, my issue with regular season is that, like, look, I'm, I'm a little bit of a radical. I think you should give out ties for games in the regular season that go to overtime. Um, I think that, that for one, I think that it's a quality of game standpoint where if you play, you're going to get games like yesterday where you play five quarters and then the next game, you could have a Thursday night game the following week, something like that, where like the quality of the season goes down. I don't mind it in the playoffs because obviously it's, you know, you, you win or go home in the regular season. I don't mind having the overtime be random because I don't really think that overtime wins are a reflection of who's the better team. Eric, you're joining us, Sumer Sports, and you can follow Eric on Twitter at his name, E-R-I-C-E-A-G-E-R, or A-R, excuse me. And we sat here watching the game and thinking, are the Browns close to this? They went 11-6 and in the regular season, Eric, just like the Kansas City Chiefs did. And we thought, and they did it without, you know, with multiple quarterbacks and everything else. But they, the Chiefs clearly showed, and you could say the Niners showed, you better have a quarterback, you better have a healthy one, and you better have a pretty good defense. With that in mind, do you think the Browns are close? Well, it, it really all depends upon Deshaun Watson and whether or not he's that player anymore. Because if you watched that game yesterday, that kind of reminds me of Deshaun Watson going toe-to-toe with Clemson, or sorry, with Alabama a few times when he was with Clemson, right? One time it was a win, one time it was a loss. Uh, he's that kind of big game player. You know, we saw it in the playoffs against Buffalo in 2019. We saw, you know, all these games, by the way, I'm talking about are now three, four, five years old, but he's got that big game ability in him. I think if that returns, they're absolutely there. Their defense has great playmakers. Uh, their offense has guys like Amari. I mean, their offense has better supporting cast than the Chiefs do. Amari Cooper, David Njoku, Nick Chubb. Uh, the offensive line's about as good, especially when the tackles are healthy. Stefanski's a phenomenal coach, and I think as far as in-game stuff, uh, he does about as well as Reed. He doesn't play design as well as Reed, but I think that they're certainly in that realm. 
the the hard part is obviously they play a harder division than the Chiefs, or maybe the Chiefs have just bullied that rest of the division into submission for so long. But they they have a harder road to the to the bye and and a harder road to home playoff games. Um, but I think if Deshaun Watson is that player, then yes, I think that they can get that far. The question, obviously, and I think a lot of Browns fans are saying, like, what are, are is he ever going to be that player? Because it has so far in the in a Browns uniform through however many starts, it has not been uh, that way. So it all it all depends upon the quarterback. Uh, Eric, Kansas City earned the title of, of dynasty. Are they oh, there now? Yes, yeah, okay. I, I think so. Like this Super Bowl reminds me of the 2018 Patriots, where. They kind of messed around all year. No one really, you know, there was other, you know, the 2018 Chiefs were the team that were supposed to win the Super Bowl that year. Uh, and, and it goes to show you also, that's the point of like, you should always be in the basin of teams that can win one because you rarely, if ever, win the year where it's your year. Last year, you can make it case that it was the Chiefs year because they were favored going into the playoffs, but it was by a slim margin. The years that the Chiefs are favored going into the playoffs, 2020, 2000, you know, I think 2021, they were, they were close to being favored those years. They didn't win it. And then the years 19, that was Baltimore's year. This year was Baltimore's year. You almost always, you know, that was always the Patriots way, right? 2000, 2001, that was the Rams year, 2003. That was the Colts year, 2004. That was another, the Patriots are probably the best team in 04, but that goes to show again, they repeated that year, how hard it is to repeat first time in about 20 years. Every single year the Patriots won the Super Bowl, it felt like it was, they were stealing somebody else's ring, and that's what the Chiefs felt like this year. And, it's, and, and that, that's kind of how you have to be a dynasty because it's, it's so hard in the modern NFL with the salary cap. Patrick Mahomes became the first quarterback in NFL history to carry the highest cap hit in the NFL and then win the Super Bowl. It's just so much parity that you have to be able to win another team's Super Bowl to maintain a dynasty. And I think because they've done that and they've done three out of the last four, three out of the last five, I'm sorry, uh, I think that they deserve that distinction. Eric Eager joining us from Sumer Sports. Eric, when you were with us a couple of weeks ago, I asked you about Kevin Stefanski as a play caller and as a coach, and you had complimentary things to say. How about the Browns' front office? How do they stack up with some of the other teams with all of the work that you guys put into things? Yeah, I mean, from an analytical standpoint, they're very good. I think that there's a lot of talent that's come through that building. Obviously, Kwesi Adapo Mensa is the, the GM of the Vikings now. He was in, with Cleveland for a while. Um, you know, they, they've done such a good job of building talent on that team. That talent's never been the problem with this team. Uh, from Denzel Ward to, you know, Miles Garrett to, uh, you know, Qu- uh, Jeremiah Usakomora to Nick Chubb. This this team, Amari Cooper, they got Amari Cooper for a fifth-round pick, guys, right? Like, so this is a team that is able to – and they do a pretty good job analytically. There's a big stat there. Andrew Healy was an economics professor at Loyola Marymount before he was uh, in that in their front office. Uh, Paul D. Podesta, obviously, is the, you know, Jonah Hill and Moneyball. And, they, and so they do a good job of blending those things. Uh, the, the hard part, and it has always been the case, is you, Baker Mayfield didn't work out as the true number one overall pick. They went with Watson. It just shows how much the quarterback matters. The Kansas City Chiefs, you remember, they whiffed on Frank Clark. They took McCole Hardman instead of D.K. Metcalf. Uh, you know, they, they, they made a lot of mistakes, but then Patrick Mahomes covered all those up. And then once Patrick Mahomes got them into a place of security, now they drafted eight starters the last three years on their defense, and now that's a top-five defense in the NFL. 
you know, the Browns front office is not going to get enough credit until the quarterback that they stuck their neck out for puts them in that group of contending teams consistently so that they can kind of work from a position of strength and build that roster uh, even more, uh, more, even better than what they've done so far, which has been a pretty good job. Eric, one thing about the 49ers, uh, off of what you just said, the quarterback the Browns stuck their neck out for, the Niners did the same thing with Trey Lance, not with the money, but certainly with the acquisition cost with all those, all those first-round draft picks, and then decided, nope, this isn't going to work, and decided it pretty quickly, too. Does that set a trend around the NFL, or is that just a, a one-off where, okay, they found a quarterback and they got lucky late in the draft? No, I mean, I think, well, for one, I think the Niners' run is going to, it's going to be tougher now because they don't have any first-round picks that they've selected that are on the roster in the last three years. That counts Lance, but they haven't had a first-round pick for two years after that. So it's older. They have five players with draft, cap hits of over $20 million. Um, So good on them for being able to overcome the failure that was Trey Lance there will be effects felt in the future. And I think the same thing is true if Deshaun Watson really truly never gets the Browns over the top, there will be effects. But I do think that they are the caliber of front office that much like San Francisco can compete. And they did this year, right? Can compete uh, even though not everything has gone perfectly for them. And they're just going to have to, like the Niners, I mean, if a couple bounces go their way, the Niners are Super Bowl champions last night. And I think that the Cleveland Browns are similar. Like, they need Watson to improve, but they also need a little bit of luck. But they are among one of those teams where, even though the Watson thing hasn't been perfect, they've done a good enough job everywhere else where they could be a Super Bowl contender despite the fact that the Watson thing hasn't been a home run yet. Eric, love talking to you. At Eric Eager, E-R-I-C-E-A-G-E-R on Twitter. You can follow Eric, and at Sumer Sports, S-U-M-E-R Sports. Eric, thank you, buddy. We really appreciate it. And by the way, I, I love what you said on Twitter where you said uh, you always forget that the Monday after the Super Bowl is your biggest radio <laughs> call day of the year. We appreciate you making time for us. Thanks, Eric. You, you guys are the best. Thanks for having me. Eric Eager joining us on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. I'm Jeff Phelps. My buddy over there is Andy Baskin. Patrick Mahomes is clearly the guy, Andy. Three Super Bowl MVP awards. Um, I I took the easy way out in when we were chatting on Friday about it. I said I'll take the Chiefs and I'll take Mahomes to be the MVP. I I thought it, you know, it, that's pretty basic. It's pretty easy, and it turned out to be the case. I was surprised yesterday, and I, I think the first guy that I heard say it was Tony Romo, where Tony Tony basically said he thinks he's the greatest quarterback ever. And then, you know, so I don't know that Tony had the greatest game yesterday. I'm going to be honest with you. Well, he got, I, I normally like Tony, he but he got it, paid. Yeah. <laughs> good for him. I, I, it was good, but it was just, I don't know. Something was off. Well, he was saying some things that I was just like, Tony, really? You're going to say that? That's kind of well, silly. He did. He did insinuate that that's what he thought. Well, that's okay. If that's his opinion on that, I don't have a problem with the opinion. Yeah, I just, that I get that too. The, the thing of it is to me that that's kind of interesting. I think it's still early to say that. Now, he joins a real totally a real select group of guys who have won three Super Bowls. Okay. He's one of five quarterbacks now, and it's Terry Bradshaw and Tom Brady. And I had everything all written down um, that I had. I, I made notes like crazy. I sent them to myself, and it, it didn't bounce. Who are the other two? 
Uh, there were two other guys. So there were five total who have won three Super Bowls together. Uh, and so he's in that group, which is very, very select. Wait, say that again. How many? Joe Montana. That have won one. three? Troy Aikman yeah. was the one that was yeah, the And Troy Aikman and yeah. Joe Montana. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the, there are five guys who have won three Super Bowls as starting quarterbacks. And, and think about those guys. Bradshaw, Aikman, Montana, Brady. I mean, Andy, that's, I mean, that's the creme de la creme of the quarterback position. Right. And you, you could say that Bradshaw wasn't as good as the others, maybe. It was a different era where running the football was a big deal. But he but, still but always Terry, had great wide he receivers. He sure did. Always and he always got him the you know, yeah. you don't have great wide receivers if you don't have a great quarterback. I I think personally. And you know, Aikman ran those Cowboys teams and ran them. That's he ran the offense. And I don't know if Troy was the greatest quarterback ever, but Troy was a winner and he knew how to run that offense. Mahomes might be a different beast here because you see the quarterback ability in that guy. And though, though you saw it in the other guys as well, he, he's, a, he's a different kind of guy. I just think it's so early to say. And, and then afterwards, you heard a lot of folks say, you know, the greatest quarterback ever. And I thought, I just don't see it yet. I think that's a – I think you have such a short memory on that because Tom Brady was so good for so long. And then, you know, had a drought with the Super Bowls after the first three. He came back and won four more. I, I And I'm not the biggest Tom Brady fan. But how do you ignore seven Super Bowls? You don't. I mean, Tim Hasselbeck last night on the on ESPN, on SportsCenter, was saying, you know, that Mahomes is right there and, and was, was saying, you know, giving me the feeling that he thought that Mahomes was better. And I thought, I, I just don't see that. And I and I think Mahomes is phenomenal. That's I, th- I think it's too early, and I think it's too in the moment. I don't. I, you know, you always. I, I. I. The problem I have with this too is I always want to throw Otto Graham's name in there, but I just I never watched uh, him play. I well, just know his numbers. Com- it is a completely different, different beast. But you, you know, if you're looking just for winning good quarterbacks, sure, Otto was phenomenal. I don't know how you don't. I mean, except he hasn't won three Super Bowls, you know. He but won. he didn't have the chance to. I, I know. I, I get mean, that. he won championships when he had the opportunity. I get that. Yep. He won seven of them. You know, I know. So. Well, three in the NFL, four that, in the. That AFC. Andy goes back to. The, I know. You know, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah, which I don't know if that's always fair. I I just think it's really. I mean, yes. Is he is he in the conversation, and does every year make him even stronger to say he was the best or he will be the best ever? Yeah, every year. Is he fairly in the conversation? Yeah, he's in the conversation. With, I don't think with say, with Bradshaw yeah. and Aikman and Brady and Montana, you, you think he's in that conversation? Yeah, I do too. Yeah, he's in the conversation. Yeah, I, I can't, do too. But as long as the guy's career's still going, is it even fair to him to say that? Yeah. If he happens to win two more, say in the next five years, and it's five Super Bowls, then in a period of what would it be ten years, mm-hmm. that's pretty special. Took, it took Tom longer than that. Tom you're saying Brady. to win five, right? Yeah. That's what you're saying, win five. Okay. And still get there all these times. I mean, four out of five. I just, oh, man. Yeah, he's definitely in the conversation. Like, I can't argue that. It's just, is it fair to assess a guy while he's not, still not even at the midway point of his career if he stays healthy? I, I think it is. It's you can. I think you can do what we did. We put him in the conversation. 
I don't I don't think you can anoint him as the greatest guy ever. And again, I when you watch Tom Brady play and winning Super Bowls is is what quarterbacks are often judged by. True. You know, they have the ball every play. And and so I mean they're they're clearly the guiding force of that football team. If you just did the eye test to me, Andy, I think Mahomes is a better quarterback. But then, that's just the eye test. Then who? Then Brady. But that doesn't and that that's just watching them. I think, you know, Mahomes runs better. They both throw the ball. You know, Brady threw it beautifully, and Brady's mind was just going nuts. But the eye test isn't doesn't win football games for you. You know, Brady won football games year after year after year and seven Super Bowls total with two different organizations. You know, I, I don't think just the eye test is fair there. But I, and, I, and I don't even think it's just a conversation of Mahomes or Brady. And I, I don't mean that as any disrespect to Mahomes. I mean that as more respect to other guys. Uh, and let me, let me throw Dan Marino in who, by the way, is now making a fortune after, of not winning rings. I love it. I love it. Uh, that commercial <laughs> yesterday was great. Isn't that funny? He was in two commercials yesterday. I mean, is Elway in that conversation then, too? Or, or is he just past Elway? I, Elway's got two. Eli had two. I mean, for whatever. Uh, Peyton had two. Peyton, I know. Roethlisberger had two. You know? I, I just think... Uh, Staubach. I've never thought that... We're sensitive to Elway here because he's he smoked the Browns. I've not I've never put John in that same category as like the other three or four guys we talked about. Because and, of that? I, no, I probably should. You know, Elway was was tremendous. But, but can you, I you can't just judge the best guy ever, but you can certainly judge a handful of guys and and I don't think there's any question now. And and, and probably even before the Super Bowl win. I I think Mahomes is just so good and so fun to watch. I I I think in another way to ask that question and uh, this is where I think Mahomes wins in my mind all the time. Fourth down and one, less than two minutes to go in the game. And you worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Have to get a first down. Brady or Mahomes. Well, Mahomes gives you something with his legs. That's that exactly Tom Brady what doesn't. Exactly. Yeah. But is that, and that's even fair to say, Brady in the beginning of his career. 
Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so it's it's you, Mahomes. You saw him there. run the forty at the combine. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> and I think the thing that made us all kind of happy last week for those of us that avoid the gym every once in a while or all the time, uh, that he's got sort of a dad bod. So that's good. Tom Brady? No, Mahomes. Oh, don't, don't that made me so happy last even. week. I was like, oh my god, this guy is a superstar, and he doesn't have the perfect body. You know what I'm saying? Like yesterday, I'll give share the short story really quick. Um, I'm I'm there watching the game yesterday. There's probably about 30 people at this house that I'm watching. Right, 20 males, 10 females, and and, and I'm not trying to be stereotypical, but this is exactly how it went down. Halftime hits. So in other words, you had 20 guys, only 10 of whom were able to get together a date or a wife. Correct. Okay. Although I think there might have been a couple friends there. Whatever. Okay. So, um. Halftime, all the guys get up to go either just get a drink or go to the bathroom or get something to eat or something. And then all of a sudden, as the halftime show uh, open happens, all the women who were sitting in this kitchen all got up and said, oh, I want to see this. And they all went in, and it went dead silence when Usher took his shirt off. Dead <laughs> silence. They were like, oh, oh. And I was just like, this could have been like one of those market surveys for who watches the game and what's important to other people and then assessing the the halftime show. I don't know how I got there from the other story we were talking about, but um yeah, I don't even know how I got there. But that was just the kind of one of those moments in the game history. All right, I, I must tell you. Oh, oh, we were talking about dad bods, that's what it was. I did the same thing that you did at your party, but I was sitting in my living room by myself. <laughs> but when halftime hit, I got up and moved and went to the kitchen, did something, I don't know. Um, and I didn't see Usher taking his shirt off until on highlights today. When Usher was part owner of the Cavs, is he still? Does I, I don't know. know. I don't know if he still is. He he struck me as a guy who was you know kind of a lanky, skinny guy. And then I saw the highlights of him ripping his shirt off. Is it just me? Or, and, and I I'm not a huge Usher fan, so I can't tell you. Maybe somebody knows. It looks like he spent the last six weeks in the gym pumping iron because he knew we wanted to take his shirt off at the Super Bowl halftime show. Yay, nay. He looked more like a running back yesterday. Yeah, he looked, yeah like he looked like he was. Look, he's, he's ready to go play outside linebacker. I mean, that was one of the prop bets. Was was Usher going to take his shirt off? Well, maybe he, he put a lot of money on it, and he thought he had to lift like crazy. Or has he looked that way for a year or three? Does anybody know? I don't know. I I don't know either. Mac. I'm pretty sure that he's looked that way for a little while. Has he? Okay. I mean, he's been doing the Vegas shows, so, I mean, I think he has to a little bit. All right. Well, then there's that. Well, good for him. Can we tie it back into uh, Vegas a little bit? Yeah. And, and I say it with this in mind. Vegas seemed to be a great venue to host a Super Bowl, didn't it? I mean, it seemed phenomenal. Party Central, blah, blah, blah. There's one group of people who apparently were not crazy about the idea of the game being in Vegas or about a future game being in Vegas. And that group will surprise you, and it's next on Baskin and Phelps. So the Super Bowl was in Vegas. After years of gambling in the NFL and no, 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 well, they, they certainly embraced Vegas and everything that Vegas has to offer. And by all accounts, Andy, it seemed to come off beautifully. You know, it... Why wouldn't you go to Vegas like you go to Los Angeles now or like you go to New Orleans where they're going to be next year or some of the other sites that get more than Miami, more get more than their fair share of Super Bowls? You would think that that would 
that Vegas would just be added to the rotation, right? You want you want a big party? Where do you go? Vegas. You want the biggest party? What do you do? You bring the Super Bowl to Vegas. It had to be absolutely nuts. So the next Super Bowl that's available that hasn't been awarded yet is the 2028 Super Bowl. And there's a, a publication that comes out most every day, and it's it's an interesting one to read if you like some of the more business aspects of things. It's called Front Office Sports. And Front Office Sports wrote about Vegas and the NFL, and hey, it went well, and blah, 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 blah. Will the NFL bring another Super Bowl to Vegas? And they said this, Andy, and I, th- I thought this was fascinating. And, and once you think about it for a minute, maybe it's true. And it said the NFL loved Vegas as a host city. You know, why not? Why not, right? They had world-class hotels and entertainment and dining and all kinds of things to do. But they claim that there's a powerful business element in the Nevada des- desert area that doesn't want the big game coming back. Really? And it says, namely, casino operators. No, really? Who have run Vegas behind the scenes since the days of Frank Sinatra's Rat Pack. Huh. And I thought, wait a minute. The, the casino operators don't want, don't want all those people coming to town for the game? And then when they explained it, I thought, you know what? Maybe. And, and it said this. For... The, the casino operators, the Super Bowl brings in the wrong kind of people. What? The wrong clientele. You're kidding. No. And, and I, I thought, okay, well, let me hear it. And they said that what they want in the Super Bowl, and, you know, like when the NCAA tournament hits, Vegas gets flooded with people going in to gamble, right? Right. And, and hang out and watch the tournament and all that stuff. But during the Super Bowl, they said that Vegas usually attracts – and if you ever watched the show Vegas mm-hmm. with James Kahn, you used to hear this a lot, whales, which means they're big, big, big money clients who come into town to wager way too much money on the Super Bowl. And so they'd get these guys coming in from around the world to spend millions at the tables. Instead, what they had way too many of this year, it said Jane and Joe Chiefs fans. Wow, Folks really? from Kansas City and from San Francisco, Jane and Joe Niner fans, who just came in and were like, hey, we're in for the game. Yeah, we're going to go to the buffet, and then maybe I'll play a little uh, $5 blackjack down at the horseshoe. Oh, no. Yeah, and I thought, is that? I thought, they don't make up for that with, you know, ha- having the place packed. Well, they'd have the, if you think about it, they'd have the, the place packed anyway because it's Super Bowl weekend. Even if the Super Bowl's in New Orleans, Vegas is going to be packed for the Super Bowl, right? Right. But the Whales apparently stayed home. Wow. Could the Whales have made their bets remotely then? Yeah, but they want them in town, you know? Right. They want them there. Wow. I thought that's it was really, really interesting. interesting. Yeah. It that's... said casino operators weren't impressed by the visitors spending money at other local sporting events and souvenir and convenience stores. So they want the money spent on slots, blackjack, and craps tables. So even though even though for the, you know, economic development, you know, the economic impact it was good because everything in the city was going nuts, it wasn't good for the biggest industry in town or as good. And that's the casino operators. Ah, I just wonder like, hmm. 
I mean, I, I got to believe the hotels did okay, though, right? I, would I mean, think they were full. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one... all hotel casino. Right. So what they're saying is the hotel rooms are okay, but the action they were seeing in the casino wasn't anywhere exactly. near what they wanted. So, you know, restaurants, and I'm sure high-end restaurants, too, and hotel, yeah, but the casino operators. And then this was this was the, the wrap-up, and I thought, wow, that's harsh. It said the host committees, you know, you get the Super Bowl, you're the, you know, you have a committee, right, for your town. They need to raise tens of millions of dollars in public and private funding when they're bidding for a Super Bowl. So you got to raise all this cash and have it ready to go so that you can get your town ready for a Super Bowl. And they say word is that the Vegas organizers already had some issues getting that funding this year due to the city's slim corporate base. And if you think about it, what's the corporate base? Casinos. Yeah. Right. And hotels, but casinos are tied to hotels, right? Right. And yeah. it said the next time that these people ask the casinos for money to host another Super Bowl, they might get a firm no. Wow. Isn't I heard, that weird? The other thing I heard, and I, if anybody went, please let us know calls. Yeah, I'd love, um, to, I'd love to hear from somebody who was there. I heard that uh, getting around town, and somebody was showing me video yesterday, Getting around Vegas near the Strip was impossible. Like, traffic was really? super backed up there. Like, And they were talking. I thought, you know, Vegas kind of weird week because They had the last Live Tour week, there, too. Yeah, Live Tour, right? And then, um, but last week, the mayor of Vegas was like, uh, maybe Oakland should be able to try to figure out a way to keep the A's. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's almost, and because... The new stadium is supposed to be built on the strip, strip, yeah, which makes no sense at all. Seriously, why? Why would you? What? What hotel are they tearing down to maybe build a ballpark? I thought on? it was Tropicana. Is why, that right? Let me make sure. If If you're the owner of that team, would you want your team? Think of the money you'd have to spend on that land on the strip, and how valuable that could be for a hotel and a casino, as opposed to a ballpark. I mean, if you took the ballpark two blocks off the strip, I would think your land acquisition fees are going to drop by like 70%. Yeah, Tropicana. Exactly right. I stayed in the Trop years and years ago. It closes uh, April 2nd. Well, I just can't imagine. It will be demolished and turned into a 30,000-seat baseball stadium for athletics baseball. And see, maybe the mayor is thinking about what the front office sports folks just wrote about. Like, yeah, you know, maybe Oakland should keep them. Because – yeah, we, we don't really need a 30,000-seat baseball stadium here if it's only going to be 30. I mean, that's that's tighter than Fenway. you know. And so what are the ticket prices going to be? And are is our city going to be big enough to support a Major League Baseball team? Because from a market size, it's not that big. What do they rely on? They rely on people coming from out of town to, to do what? Gamble. How can you gamble when you're sitting there watching a three-hour and 15-minute baseball game? Oh, you use your phone. Shh. <laughs> Sorry. But they don't want you to use your phone. Who doesn't they want, want you to use it? Oh, they want the, you sitting at the folks who own casinos. They want you sitting at the blackjack table. Yeah. But, they uh, want you at the craps table. The casinos are tied to the mobile betting. That's the only thing. But I know. You're right. They'd rather have you at They'd the rather table. have you sitting there getting the free drinks from the ladies oh. who are very scantily clad. <sighs> it's not the 60s anymore. But <laughs> um, I remember going to Vegas. That just seems odd, doesn't it? Yeah. I remember going to Vegas in the, when was it? In the like mid 1980s. And my mom and dad were going out and I was in Texas and I flew out and met them. We had a vacation, you know, it's like a nice weekend. And I remember, you know, you'd go out to dinner 
and you had to wear a coat. Yeah. You know, like a, a jacket or a tie. And I, I wore both, you know, and people kind of got dressed up. Mm-hmm. And then it became this family thing in Vegas. Remember? Oh, you, you I... weren't getting dressed up. People are just wearing T-shirts and the kids are running around and everything else. Yeah. I think, and I haven't been there in many years. Mm-hmm. Why? You have kids. Discretionary Vegas, income. Vegas exactly money goes those. away. Yes, it does. <laughs> but but I, I've been told by people who have gone there that it's kind of getting back to the more stylish thing. And maybe you don't want sports fans running around and buying, you know, going going to a fast food place and getting dinner. They they want they want the big whales sitting in there doing all they can. I, I just think that's a really kind of interesting thing. Kevin is in Cuyahoga Falls. Hello, Kevin. Kevin. But he's in Boston Gentlemen, now. how are we doing today? Yeah, Good. I'm in Boston today. Yep. In yes. Boston. And still calling us. We like that. Yeah, last week was Jacksonville. This week is Boston. So, well, you, you should know, get T-shirts out. for this tour. Kevin's it's, Tour of America. Getting, getting around. Dude, the little tinkets and crap I've bought my kids over the years to show all the places I've been. It's, it's crazy. The little trinkets I've, they, they got in their rooms. It's, it's crazy, man. That's awesome. Hey, hey, listen, I've been through Vegas on a Super Bowl weekend and with one of my clients, and we were at the Caesars. And we went to go into the high rollers room, which we had access to. But I'm here to tell you, at the crafts table, you couldn't even walk up. It was taken. Every guy there had to at least have, I'm going to say, 5,000 worth of chips in front of him. I'm talking stacks and stacks of black chips, which are the $100 ones. Wow. You couldn't even stand at the table. It was completely full. And I was like, yeah. So, yeah, they don't want Joe and Jane from the middle of Kansas coming in playing a little $5 blackjack. You're totally right, Jeff. They, I mean, it's a party weekend in Vegas over the Super Bowl when it's not there. And I'm telling you, yeah, there's big-time gamblers, and they're ready to have a lot of fun and bet a whole lot of money, man, because I've seen it with my own eyes. So I wonder what that means, you know, because from all accounts, Super Bowl in Vegas, cool, great idea, right? But yeah. maybe not for the folks who run the town, Kevin. Well, it's true, and then they provide transport. So if you're already relatively close in the area, like Phoenix, L.A., San Diego – the casinos, if you're big enough, will send transport for you and bring you in, and then they'll take you back automatically. So, you know, if they, I'm sure they offered that to the guys that do that stuff, and when they said no, <laughs> the casinos realized real quick this was not going to be a winter weekend for them. I was always hoping to get a free trip to the buffet. That never worked either. I guess I'm the Go guy that they want to keep me out, Kevin. That's what they want to do. Best buffet is Paris, Jeff. If you ever get there, you got to go to Paris. You'll love I it. Thought, I thought right. breakfast there is really good, too. The crepes are, right? Breakfast in Paris? Oh, for breakfast in Paris is yeah. outstanding. It is The food is so good, you, you'll never want to leave. You'll want to stay there all day and just keep eating. It's Fabulous. really good. Food there. Really cool. Again, why they'd want to keep us out. Kevin, thanks, buddy. Keep up the good work, fellas. Enjoy hey, your thanks, travels. Kevin. Kevin in Boston, who was in Jacksonville and is usually in Cuyahoga Falls. We've uh, We've touched on it a couple of times today. We haven't gone full bore into it. We're going to go full bore into it coming up next. I watched the Super Bowl yesterday, Andy, and I tried like crazy to imagine orange helmets with a brown and white stripe, brown uniforms with the white pants, my favorite combination. I tried like crazy to imagine those uniforms on the field in Vegas. I had a tough time doing it. Mm. Do you have a tough time doing it? Nope. 216-474-0092. Andy has a vivid imagination. Be a good handle on a team that had the same regular season record as the Kansas City Chiefs, 
who had Patrick Mahomes all year. Well, the Browns are going with DTR and P.J. Walker and Deshaun Watson and Joe Flacco. Heck, and Jeff Driscoll. It's Baskin and Phelps here on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.